spoke with Mike McAfee, a project coordinator for the event. Bloomington, Indiana is to see its first ever annual freeze fest beginning on January 6th. The festival will spread throughout the community with winter wonder-filled activities for all ages to enjoy. I was joined by the executive director at Visit Bloomington, Mike McAfee, who is one of the organizers of the Freeze Fest. He talked about what people can expect in the first city festival in the year 2020. It is a, a family-style um, festival. Uh, we're, we're bringing in um, some internationally uh, acclaimed ice carvers, which sounds kind of kind of interesting in itself. But um, we'll have uh, carvers, uh, people with chainsaws and huge blocks of ice. We're, we're bringing in fifty thousand pounds of ice, and they'll be sculpting. Uh, uh, different um, things out of ice at different locations in, in throughout the area. Um. The festival events will take place in multiple locations around town. You know, down in the Trades District at the Mill, um, in People's Park on Kirkwood, at uh, the Courthouse Square, um, down by Artisan Alley on the B-Line, down by the Switchyard Park, um, at uh, the Showers Complex. Wow. Uh, Upland Brewing Company will have one. So people in the community can, can get out uh, during the week of January 6th through the 11th and see these carvers in the community doing this. Mm -hmm. Are there going to be different events at each of these places too, or is it all just ice carving specifically? We have events going on. Uh, um, you know, Some of the carving areas will have you know, different di little things going on, di different um, presentations about what they're doing. And most of the main events, um, the the kids' activities and things that are happening um, for, for people to get interactive are happening at the mill mm -hmm. um, itself. On, on Saturday, uh, there is a uh, uh, Bloomington Parks and Rec Department is having their winter palooza for kids down at Switchyard Park, so that'll be all part of Freeze Fest. Uh, on Friday night at Upland Brewing Company, um, again, open to the public, all ages, but um, back on their stage, their their permanent stage that they have back behind uh, the building is uh, uh, there's a ice carving competition. They'll be up the the carvers will be up there doing stuff, loud music, lots of fun. It'll be cool <laughs> to see. Most of the events will take place outside to embrace and celebrate the winter season. Following right after the holiday season, Freeze Fest hopes to keep spirits up and people out and about during an otherwise downtime of the year. There were a few of us that, that got together and, and were, we wanted to create um, an event right at this time of year, again, when it's not as um, busy of a time for, for the Bloomington area. As you know, uh, with the ebbs and flows of the college town, uh, we can get really caught up in that schedule of, of when the students are here and things like that. So um, we wanted uh, to just uh, try to create something where there, there was something going on at, at a slower time of year, right there at the beginning of January. The Freeze Fest will run for one week, starting this Monday on the 6th through the 11th of January. Details of where and when certain events are taking place and where you can see all the ice sculptures can be found online at freezefest.com. For WFHB, I'm Sydney Foreman.
The Owen County Commissioners passed an ordinance that made it harder to host special events on county property. News Director Cade Young talked to the president of Spencer Pride, an LGBTQ organization that now has to change the location of its annual festival. After the commissioners made revisions and improved the language of the special events ordinance, it passed with the commissioners denying room for public comment. Now, Spencer Pride will relocate its annual Pride Festival to the surrounding area of the courthouse lawn, where the festival had taken place for years leading up to the special events ordinance. The ordinance said, quote, Displaying any sexually explicit or suggestive materials, items, or images is prohibited. No vendor may sell or display any sexually explicit or suggestive materials, items, or images on county grounds, end quote. It also states the update to regulating special events stems from a need to protect public health, safety, and welfare of Owen County. The ordinance was signed by the president of the commissioners, Jeff Brothers, Vice President Steve Williamson, and County Commissioner Gary Burton. Spencer Pride President Jonathan Ballas said he was disappointed how the commissioners passed the ordinance. They drug this out through the course of, you know, the whole fall and ultimately then passed it literally um, the night of an orange storm warning when the public was not allowed to give any comments to that final version. So the final version of the ordinance was distributed to the public at 9 a.m. on that Monday morning and they approved it just after 6 p.m. that evening without any comments from the public permitted. Ballish said the commissioner's views do not represent the people of Spencer. He said the amount of support Spencer Pride has seen from the public reveals a disconnect between the people of Spencer and its elected officials. Ballish said the passage of the ordinance is purely ideological. What has been resoundingly clear during this whole saga, really, with the commissioners is that They are not listening to the people that they represent. They are pushing their own agenda only. They're not interested in opinions of others. They're not interested in facts. They are interested only in pushing an ideological agenda. Although Balish appreciates the support he's received from community members, he said he can't help but feel let down by the county commissioners. I absolutely wanted to see the commissioners, you know, significantly change what they were proposing to do based on that public turnout. And I think that it's unfortunate that all we saw was very, very minimal changes. Honestly, again, to make it less sloppy, it's still not a good ordinance. It's just less confusing. It's still subjective. It's still poorly worded. It's still, in many ways, unnecessary and burdensome. Um, and it will stifle some of the downtown events that we have. One of those downtown events include the county's Christmas at the Square Festival. All in all, Spencer Pride Festival was not the only festival impeded by the ordinance. So organizations like Christmas at the Square that rely very heavily on utilization of the interior space of the courthouse uh, will no longer have access to that space. So... Uh, Santa Claus will be looking for a new home for this year's Christmas at the Square Festival as a result of this specific ordinance that was now approved by the Owen County Commissioners.
The revision of the special events ordinance in Owen County came after a Facebook group titled Morals of America sent a form letter to county commissioners. The Facebook group was launched by anonymous Owen County residents and its premise is largely anti-LGBTQ. The organization's views can be summed up through a picture they posted on Facebook. It features the letters L, G, B, and T. Above the L, it shows an image of Lady Liberty. Above the G, it shows the image of a gun. Above the B, it shows a graphic of beer. Lastly, above the T, it shows an outline of President Trump. The group says they believe the world is in a, quote, downward spiral from the lack of good God-given morals, end quote, and why they believe it's so important to not bow down to the, quote, evils of society, end quote. Morals of America posted that Spencer Pride exhibits, quote, filth and lewd behavior, end quote. Although he believes the ordinance set the community back, he said Spencer Pride will send a symbolic message to the commissioners at the June 6th Pride Festival. What we're concerned with is the perception um, for those who don't live within our wonderful community um, who either already think that rural communities are backwards, unwelcoming places for the LGBTQ community, or who thought, well, Spencer seemed to be going in a good direction, and now it seems like they're going backwards. And we're not going backwards. These commissioners are not representing um, the people of our community. And so I really don't feel like this has any real-life negative impact to the LGBTQ community, um, but we have to deal with the perception of that. And by having, you know, a bigger, bolder, better Spencer Pride Festival in 2020, we're going to send a really strong message that clearly says, you know, we are still the same wonderfully welcoming community that we've been growing into for the last you know, more than a decade, and that's unchanged based on, um, on what's happened here with the commissioners. Given the passage of the ordinance, the Pride Festival will not take place at the courthouse lawn. Instead, Balish said they will utilize the town itself surrounding the courthouse with an attempt to incorporate more local organizations. Geographically speaking, the festival will cover a larger area than it's ever covered before. And that'll put us closer to those businesses even. So in the past, you know, we've had the core of our festival has essentially been on the courthouse lawn. And then the streets kind of serve as the border to the general downtown area. And we've been encouraging people to go into those businesses. Um, but they haven't really been fully integrated as a part of our event. And so this year, you're going to see entertainers go into some of the businesses. You're going to see the businesses themselves much more interactive with our festival that they've been in the past. You're going to see greater engagement by the Owen County Public Library, for example, which is just a block from the courthouse square itself. Um, so we're actually going to have at least one event at the library. We are going to be operating our main stage rather than on the south lawn of the courthouse. Our main stage is actually going to be inside the beautiful historic Tivoli Theater, which is right here on our square. And so we are going to be into the streets, into the businesses, truly into the community this year in a way that we've never been before. Jonathan Ballas said the commissioner's ordinance has given him an example of what not to be. He and his husband give advice to their son to be a good neighbor and most importantly, to never stop fighting for what you believe in. For WFHB, I'm Cade Young.